Welcome to She Can and She Will. I'm Marianne, also known as the Country Mompreneur, and I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and we love helping women take control of their lives and see all the possibilities. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Well, welcome back to She Can and She Will. Today, we are here with Lauren Felter, the designer educator for non-designers. Lauren Felter is a designer, educator, and former ladder climber. She spent the first decade of her career overseeing marketing, operations, and technical systems for a university admissions office while also teaching design as an adjunct faculty. Uh, Lauren, welcome to She Can and She Will. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to this place in particular? How did you get here? Yeah. So lots of pivots and twists and turns, as I'm sure many listeners can relate to. So like you said in my bio, I started my career in university admissions and really thought that I was going to be like a director of admissions or a university vice president. I thought that's where my career was headed and then decided to leave that after just kind of some toxic workplace type things, you know, didn't really like what was going on, wanted to try out other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I did corporate consulting for a little bit, also didn't really like that. And so in January of 2020, Right before the pandemic, I decided that I was for sure going to go off on my own and I was going to work for myself and become a professional speaker. That was like the first thing that I wanted to do. And I was like, I'm going to go to like conferences and university campuses and speak to young adults and college students and, you know, motivate them to live their most authentic lives. And then, of course, the pandemic happened and none of that was taking place. (laughs) Actually, my first gig that I had booked was at Vanderbilt University on March 23rd, 2020. And obviously that didn't happen. Um, So, you know, did a little of this, little of that. I was doing different freelance work. I was teaching online um, at that same university designed for non-designers. And it was about a year and a half ago that I worked with a career coach to like figure out, okay, what do I ultimately want? Cause I'm not really there. I didn't quit my job to just do all these part-time jobs and put together a full-time income. Like I quit my job because I want to help people. I want to do something that I'm good at. I like being creative. And so that's when we figured out, Hey, this course that you're teaching to college students, this could benefit other people as well. This could benefit nine to fivers, business owners, VAs and freelancers because design touches so many aspects of, you know, what we do. And especially now with social media and podcasting and all these different platforms, you might have this thing that you do and you're really good at it. And then also a part of your everyday to-do list is I got to make a graphic for it and I have to put this flyer together and whatever. And I'm sure that most listeners can relate to design being an inevitable part of their to-do list. And it's maybe the thing that they just kind of push back and push back because uh, I don't really know how to quite make it look right. I hear that all the time. Um, and that's where I come in. So I teach non-designers how to design. I take design from an indescribable art and I break it down into an easy to follow set of rules that you can apply to anything so that you can truly 
Create with Confidence. That's the name of my course. Awesome. So I'm not a graphic designer whatsoever. I want to get started and really start doing some of my social media and stuff for myself. What What is good design? Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the things I talk about is that good design doesn't just look good. So a lot of people can look at something and they can say, okay, that looks good. That looks bad. But a part of good design is also that it attracts the right person so that we're using the right fonts and colors that appeal to the person, communicate about us what we want to communicate, that we convert them from just an onlooker, but we actually capture their attention and get them to do the thing that we want them to do. And then it ultimately closes the deal. So, you know, I do an exercise in live workshops that I teach where I put sets of colors on the screen and I'll say, you know, describe these colors just based on what you see. Like, how would you describe this brand just based on these colors? And I'll typically do it with like Facebook, Instagram, and used to be Snapchat, now TikTok colors. So for Facebook, they'll be like, oh, it's boring. It's plain. It's traditional, whatever. For Instagram, fun and lively and creative. And then I reveal the logos and it's just this big aha moment of like, oh my gosh, like I never realized this. And so the fonts, the colors and the shapes that you use are communicating something before someone even reads a single word. So it's truly understanding those different parts and pieces so that you can make those intentional choices and communicate the right things. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so just to go a little bit deeper, um, do fonts and colors really matter? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, just like that, you know, that example that I do in the live workshops, the fonts matter, the colors matter, and it doesn't a really big hang up that people, um, get hung up on is I am a real estate agent. My stuff needs to look like a real estate agent, or I'm an attorney. My stuff needs to look like an attorney. And that is absolutely not the case. I'm working with a personal injury attorney right now. And most people think of personal injury attorneys. They think of like the billboards and, you know, dudes in suits with their arms crossed standing on top of a semi truck or, you know, whatever, but it's like, it's aggressive and it's tough and the, we will fight for you. But his angle as a personal injury attorney is he's like, I'm caring and I'm compassionate. I want to get to know my clients so that we can formulate a plan and go through the best course of action for them. So when he created his website initially, he went to Fiverr. He said, hello, I am an attorney and I need a website. And someone created a website for him that was aggressive and, you know, fight for you. And literally I was talking about on my Instagram because the colors of his website were the exact colors of my tool set in my utility closet. And it was like, this is not a coincidence here. And so I worked with him that we softened his colors. We softened the shapes. We used fonts that were, you know, much more like that you would see on like Walmart or Target's website versus like Home Depot's website. And, you know, all of those choices become so intentional to attract the type of person we're looking to attract and communicate the thing about, you know, him or whoever that we're trying to communicate. Okay, so we work with a lot of coaches, a lot of moms that are just getting started in a new career. Can they start and do their branding themselves? And how would they get started? 
Yes. So an exercise that I do that I teach in my course, as well as that I do with all of my done for you clients is we start with give me five words that you would want your ideal person to use to describe you and your brand. And then from those five words, we're going to pick six to eight colors, both light and dark. We're going to pick two to three fonts and we're going to pick our shapes that we're going to use. So, you know, colors, fonts, like if you look at, we can all picture Comic Sans and we can picture Arial. Those two fonts communicate things. They have personality. So we want to make sure that the brand words, those descriptors match those fonts that we're choosing. And then when you think about shapes, like a thin straight line communicates something differently than a squiggly line versus a brush stroke or, uh, you know, an angle, something like that. So when you make all of those decisions ahead of time, then it's not as difficult every time I need to, okay, now I have to make a PDF or now I have to do a social graphic or, you know, whatever it is, because we know what it is that we're trying to communicate about our brand. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so how, so say we've got some, uh, captive listeners because this, this really does sound amazing and like it would help a lot of people. How can they reach out to you and how do you work with people? Do you do it one on one? Yeah. A- so the best place to get the quick free tips would be my Instagram. So I'm felter.unfiltered. I do tons of different reels with, you know, quick tips and tutorials and things like that. My course is called Create with Confidence. So it's the ultimate design course for non-designers. And I truly walk you through my reels, or sorry, not my, <laughs> my rules of design, um, what fonts, colors, and shapes communicate, how to design with text, images, color, you know, examples of me putting it all together, best practices for podcast graphics, social graphics, PDFs, et cetera, all the different things. And then I also do done for you work as well. So I do brand refreshes for clients. I do custom website builds. And so let's say that you are, you know, not at the phase where you can afford one of those things, but you are working for a client who does need something. Mm -hmm. I do referral commissions. So if you refer a client for a custom website or a brand refresh, I'll send up to $200 as a thank you. Ooh, awesome. That's very cool. So now as a final question, we ask everyone on our podcast, how do you stay organized? Ooh, love this question. <laughs> I'm all about systems and efficiency. So um, I use ClickUp for high level project management. It's a it's it's not perfect. I've never found a project management tool that's perfect. I've tried a ton of them, um, but I do think that ClickUp is pretty versatile. And I like it, especially with, you know, having people that work for me and client work, all of that. Um, and I sync client or I sync click up with Todoist, which is just my daily task app and Todoist, like my tasks actually go on my calendar so I can look at my calendar and it's not just like, what do I have to do today? But when am I going to do it? So you drag and drop the tasks and I can say, I'm going to work on this for two hours or in this 30 minute chunk, I'm going to knock out these six things. Um, And then at all times I have an iPad mini sitting on my desk and I have my to-doist tasks on one side and I have my calendar on the other side. And that is what keeps me organized. 
That's a good tip. Yeah. I didn't even know to do us worked with those things. That's awesome. What an integration. Yes. Yeah. yes. Fabulous. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on today. Um, onto Shikina She Will, and we will catch you again soon, I'm sure. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening. She Can and She Will is a Country Mompreneur production. Audio mix by Marianne. Research by Disa McAllister. To learn more about this and other Country Mompreneur productions, visit thecountrymompreneur.com. <laughs> <laughs>